Hey, this is Scott Hansen from SP Hansen Games, and I'm here on Legends of Tabletop. Hey everybody, welcome to session 20 of our Fear Itself campaign. Uh, we have finally defeated the elusive Cludi. Uh, we, we're now, we're promoting with like 20% less planning per episode. So uh, we hope you hope you enjoy that. But uh, I'm going to kick it right that with means only an hour and a half worth of planning per episode. <laughs> Dude, I don't, the planning is the best part. Sorry, planning rules. Oh, I, I was I was guessing there might be less planning on this mission, but now that I think about it, it might be more. Um, yeah, we're gonna overthink it. Oh my god! Because I'm trying to make like players and like mysteries that are anyway. Uh, you guys uh, completed your mission. Edward was like, take some time off. It was you know not expected to capture the entity at all. There were simpler less or more destructive ways of taking care of it, but you've got a supernatural entity captured. So that got you not only uh, some, some time off, like your time off um, to kind of recuperate uh, since it was a pretty long mission, but uh, you're also up for what would be considered a pretty nice as far, as far as missions go. <laughs> Pretty spectacular mission uh, at a very, very swanky exclusive hotel in the Swiss Alps. So uh, you kind of get, but you guys probably didn't remember this. I did say you have to have like alter egos. You have to play people that would be fancy at this hotel. You are not the ghost facers. Um, mostly because you're trying to infiltrate and determine the cult that attacked Randy early on and was trying to get the information uh, suppressed of the monster you killed, uh, the, the witch, the hag bolted metal eye plate thing. They wanted it gone and didn't want it revealed. And uh, they know who you are. So if you're like, hey, we're the ghost facers, then the cult would either A, murder you, or B, just run away. <laughs> so... Probably not the best to be like, hey, we're the guys that fuck with you. Um, so you do kind of have to do some, some sort of alter egos. Um, in the meantime, what would you be doing? So I would say we were in sort of October-ish. I'm going to say you get till after Thanksgiving is uh, kind of the timeline of like decompress, do what you need to do, see your family, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then we'll, we'll, we'll kick off into D into mission briefing and that sort of thing. But what would you do say, you know, October for the next month? What are your plans? What are you focusing on? What, what makes you feel better? Uh, I went down to the, uh, I went down to Bermuda for a, a three week jaunt. Um, and 
primarily just laid around. I looked at some real estate. Couldn't afford any of it, but I looked at it anyway. And, okay. Uh, so you didn't steal like all of the cash that you grabbed from the drug dealer and just spent it on real estate in Bermuda and said, fuck you guys. That's what I would have done. No, but that, but that uh, you know, that's a possibility down the road. Let's put it that way. Sure. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that's super relaxing. That's definitely, you know, you get some, I mean, you're in the Midwest, I believe we said Ohio. So it's kind of cold in November usually. So Bermuda, nice spot, super relaxing. Uh, you definitely, so you recover your health and sanity. All that goes back up to max. Um, what would uh, Aaron be doing at that time? Well, Aaron had asked uh, Edward if they had any uh, like on, on staff, like psychologists and stuff. Cause he and the, you know, he and, and Jack had taken a, a beating with the Clooney. So uh, you know, he just scheduled a, a couple of appointments, you know, depending on the first one, well, maybe he'd go back a couple of times or whatever. And, you know, it might've like morphed into like, man, this thing was so fucked up and blah, blah, blah. And it was like, you know, my dad was an alcoholic and like, it just kind of, kind of snowballs once he like goes to a session or two. Um, and sure. then, you know, just keeping up with, with his brother and his, and his mom and, you know, they were away for a little while. So, uh, you know, going over for dinner, helping do stuff around the house. He's got the Christmas lights out after you know goes over for Thanksgiving dinner, puts out the Christmas lights and everything. And uh, yeah, so like just that kind of stuff. He's watering the uh, watering Jack's plants. He's got like one pothos. It's kind of like half dead. He's over there watering it. Okay. Uh, yeah. So the psychologist is definitely used to this type of request. Um, and has seen significantly worse uh, situations, obviously. Um, but the he is able to, so he sort of like gives you sort of some, you know, in like tries to kind of calm the existential horror of these things. So if you're having nightmares or whatever about, you know, the Cluties whale and that sort of stuff, or like felt, um, you know, sort of like, scratches like sort of the the non-corporeal wounds kind of like phantom pain um uses some like cognitive behavioral techniques to try to get you to be like it's not you know we you know we conquered it it was beaten blah 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 it's not able to do anything at this point and even if another one showed up you know you don't really have to worry about it as much because you defeated it fairly handily once you figured out uh, the plan to do it. So um, you kind of get your head around that and, uh, you know, spending time with your family helps. Um, everyone's kind of like circles around Thanksgiving's kind of like the big Thanksgiving dinner type deal uh, with your mom and brother. Uh, that definitely helps kind of like bring you back into like normal real world stuff. Um yeah. So that's that kind of is what soothes you to, and then obviously any wound wounds would would be healed. Um, right. But yeah, the the sanity comes back by kind of getting into the normal business of you know kind of being there with with the people you care about, and then also kind of working through it with the doctor. Right. He he would also um, he would also follow up with uh, the guy from Washington whose name escapes me right now. 
you know, like off screen, he would have been attending to emails and calling his mom, like doing all that kind of stuff. But if, you know, if anything had come up, uh, you know, he would have, he would have followed up with that. If nothing was like pressing, he might've just followed, you know, fired off an email and like, Hey, did you turn up anything? Sure. New, anything weird or whatever, but you know, would have been something uh, he was hammering on. Yeah. Uh, so it's William Stratford is the historian. Um, I don't know who, I don't remember the last information you've gotten other than, you know, the entity being sort of a harbinger of bad things or warning people of kind of overstepping their mortal world is sort of the. Type back to the guy, dude, we froze it. (laughs) Well, he'd found out that like one of his, you know, there was um, a native American uh, woman on his, I think it was on his mom's side. uh, Who was like a, uh, like a, like a, I don't, I don't remember if she was a shaman or not. I don't like flip all my pages, but yeah, like there were there was uh, some family involvement. Yeah, I mean, she was Native American. It didn't. She wasn't necessarily. I don't think she was like a shaman per se. At least I don't have notes of that. But she was Huron. Uh, Maybe that's just what it was. Like descent, and so uh, yeah. So you have some at least relationship or some tie to to that particular tribe. Yeah, so as far as the, the information that, that he has found, I mean, the entity that, that you've seen, is it's common um, for uh, members of that tribe to see. It, it was sort of the, um, a, the shaman typically was who would see that entity, and often it was a premonition of, uh, or warning of not, I guess, Oh yeah, overstepping the bounds of sort of hum- the tribe's role as sort of the keepers of the earth versus dealing with things that may be in in modern day terms supernatural or um, I guess you could say extra natural, extraterrestrial, you know, stuff that was not just. Um, so uh, there is a story that Strathford uh, relates to you, um, a fairly uh, well-known uh, Huron myth of uh, a tribesman uh, warrior, one of the leaders, uh, the best hunter in the tribe, as well as his sort of... Uh, his his group, uh, his friends, his the 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 group he hunted with, uh, you know, were going to essentially hunt down what they believed to be a Wendigo that had, according to the belief of the warrior, murdered his uh, wife uh, and and taken her, and so he wanted revenge, and it was sort of a you know one of the not not so nice i guess allegorical story of you know the shaman said you shouldn't go it's dangerous um it's something beyond your like we just have to accept that it happened essentially and you shouldn't pursue it further you should just let it go um the lord huron has you know warned me that it, it the path is destruction and so 
he was said, but you know, I can do what I can if you, if you must go and, you know, you know, gave him charms and uh, blessings or, or, you know, uh, the equivalent of blessings, I guess, for a, a non church type that, you know, spells or whatnot uh, to, for pr- protection. And the tribesmen went out um, and uh, at least in the, the myth, uh, they never returned, but uh, no one else disappeared from the tribe and the uh, warrior's wife kind of returned from sort of deep in the woods extremely like battered bruised cut um and never spoke again like she didn't speak of what happened uh or speak at all after that so it was she was mute after that and they i guess according to the story he he saved sacrificed himself and and his uh compatriots you know with him to save his uh his wife from the wendigo possibly defeating it as it was not heard from again but they're quite dangerous spirits so um the shaman sort of the the moral of the story is you know you can heed warnings and you know be safe but perhaps not you know perhaps not fulfilled uh, so that's that's the that's what you get uh, from him as far as any further stories. Sort of a you can challenge the 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 warnings, uh, but you know there may be sacrifices. Is kind of the, the gist of the mm-hmm. the fable. And of course, there's no actual records. This is all spoken oral tradition type stuff that had been recorded and then transcribed. But. Gotcha. Cool. What's Rand? What's Randy up to? Oh, I get a chance. Okay. Um, I think that Randy would surprise his mom uh, by you know just showing up unannounced. Um, she'd probably you know verbally and physically beat him up a little bit just because you know she hasn't seen him in forever. But he takes on the role of not not the usual son. He actually like helps do thing around the do things around the house, like clean up and you know, like maybe plant some flowers outside. And well, actually, this is it's getting into what we talked about wintertime, maybe. So maybe yeah. he's doing other stuff around the house. Maybe maybe he brings home a flower and plants, you know, brings a nice flower home or something like that, and puts it in a corner and waters it nicely, and does a lot of stuff around the house. Um, and then he has a little like nerd retreat with some of his other friends where he has them over at the house and they play D and D and risk and, you know, watch some horror movies. And then he even like has a little thing where he has like his friends stay and like monster movies. So they all watch monster movies together and stuff like that. So just, a, just a, just his way of kind of, you know, getting things back to normal. So, Okay. They make a blanket uh, for it in the basement. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Throwing tennis them, balls at each other as grenades. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's what we. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. my footy pajamas. I put them on. Uh, yeah. So Rand- Randy's mom is definitely surprised. Um, I mean, she's she is like, you know, where have you been? That sort of stuff. But then, like, 
is very uh, surprised and happy about the new Randy take, like doing stuff around the house and like being not like a teenager again, you know? So like, you know, helping out and doing nice things. And so she, she's like extra, I guess I would say, so she's extra like, you know, Oh, what do you need? What do you want? I'll, you know, cook whatever you want and that sort of stuff. But then also less sort of overbearing and more like, Oh, you know, you can take care of stuff. So, you know, I'm not going to hassle you about, you know, where you've been that sort of stuff. So, um, you guys sort of have a more functional, less yelling relationship. Um, but she's still doing super nice stuff for you. Uh, you hang out with your friends. That definitely, so you kind of like somehow, so, so for some reason, like seeing the fake monster stuff, you're kind of like, wow, that's not how it is at all. Um, like there's a lot more to the stuff. And so you're kind of like, all of this is like ludicrous, but so it's kind of like more fun to you than it. Like you're like, ah, oh, yeah, like if only like yeah. that, you know, or um, or if only I didn't have to constantly fight these stupid shits. Yeah, um, it's, it's it's like Randy's almost like kind of growing up at, at you know, kind of at a certain point now. It's kind of yeah, like you said with like watching the those old movies and stuff like that. It's like pff, that's this is nothing, you know. Yeah, like oh, I used to be scared of that, but now it's like mm-hmm. that ain't yeah. how it but, is. But you yeah, can't it's like, really it's like, like it's like the bathroom used to be. The bathroom was down the hall from my room, and I used to <laughs> run really fast because I was like, I don't want the boogeyman to get me, you know. So you get in the bathroom, like oh, I'm safe, you know. And as yeah. soon as you're done, you like, run down the corridor again. You know, okay, I'm good. Yeah. Now you're like fuck that. If there was a boogeyman, I'd know about it, and there's you know, I'd have to track it down and kill it. Cause I've done that now twice. <laughs> so it's also kind of that you're kind of like watching this shit and you're like, that's not how you do that. And so like, there is a little bit of like, I know how to do this shit. Like we've, we've figured out how to completely take out two, actually three, no three now terrifying creatures that you're like, it wouldn't work out that way. But like, this is how you do it. Um, not telling people, obvious. I would assume not telling them like I've killed all these monsters. Um, but you are a ghost facer, so they know that. So like, I, that's a good question. Um, so Aaron's kind of more around his family, who may or may not watch it. Your friends would definitely watch the ghost facers. How does Randy like? What is your take on like when they're like, holy shit? Like you, like, how did you fake that? That's basically their, their, I mean, none of them are like, this is definitely like a monster. Like, holy shit, that alien looked like a fucking alien creature yeah. man thing. What the fuck, dude? Like, how do you have the budget for this? Like, what are you doing over there? Like, do you have like a contract? Yeah. So basically what I, what I do is I, I kind of pull them along. Like, I, you know, it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, you, you give them little, little tidbits every once in a while, like, you know, th- you know, we kind of did this, but you know, you're not really privy to this information, you know, like, you know, and just kind of, you know, just give them, you know, they want it all, you know, yeah. even if it's a fake it all, you know, yeah. so I get them little pieces to kind of draw them in, you know, and then when they're really, you know, at the edge of their seat, then I like go to the bathroom or something like that, or just like, <laughs> 
you know, it was like, let them kind of, you know, cause then I'll kind of, you know, pretend I need to go get a sandwich or something. And then I almost close the door and then I just kind of sit at the door and listen to them go, Holy shit. You know, and kind of talk at each other and stuff like that. And I say, oh, he's full of shit. No, he, I, he, I think he did it, you know, whatever. So. Yeah. And they're definitely like, they're like, they're kind of like, wait, did he like, is that real? Cause like, he's definitely got like more swagger. So I feel like, a like some of that was some of that real. And then they're like, fuck that, that ain't real. But like, maybe he's just got swagger. Cause he's like got a deal, right? Like you've got a production company that's secretly like, so now he's like big deal making money, but like, he's not going to say that to us. Cause if you say like, I got a big deal, then we'll be like, Oh, special effects. <laughs> so they're all like, they're like, some of them like half think it's real and you're just like ballsier. And the other half are like, no, he's just a rich fucking asshole now who's ballsier. <laughs> Both are great. But one thinks, you know, half are like, that's poor shit. And half are like, I think he might have actually seen monsters. <laughs> uh, so you do kind of convince, yeah, you convince some that like maybe it was real. Uh, and the others are like, no way. Like that, that, that can't exist. No way. Um, which is why you do the careful editing and Edward only lets you do certain things. So it is plausible deniability on all, on all counts. That's right. Um, so you guys recover, you're doing your thing. It's uh, sort of after Thanksgiving, everyone's kind of had their time to decompress and everything. Uh, you get notes uh, from Edward that asks if you're ready to, to take on the next mission. Um, it's up to you guys if you needed more time. He said, you know, he understands, um, but he thinks you're the right ones for it. So um, he wanted to give you the shot before he tried to reassign it or to make sure, you know, if you were ready for it, that you're ready for it. Well, I, I you know, I, are, so are we what? Are we in a, in a room together or something discussing this now or what? Uh, I will say, yeah. So you all get those postcards. And I assume you text or call each other and meet up at Aaron's or at Jack's, either one. They're beside each other. <laughs> okay. Um, so in which country is this? Is this in Switzerland? The mission is in Switzerland. Yeah. Okay. But you're currently home, like normal. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, I... I I started getting excited and saying, yeah, I've, I've always wanted to go to Switzerland and see the Alps. And, you know, it's like a James Bond movie. You know, it's probably some kind of creepy castle and there's probably all kinds of like fucking Duchess of uh, Rathsmore and the fucking Count uh, Count Motherfucker and all this kind of stuff there, you know. And, and uh, I've always wanted to do that. So I, I'm, uh, I'm all excited about it. You're like a fucking world traveler. You just got back from Bermuda. Now we're going to go to Switzerland. Shit. Yeah, yeah, but you know, everyone goes to Bermuda. Like Switzerland's a different story, you know. Especially because it probably is it's probably up in like you know, probably looks like a movie in the middle of the the, the Alps there and stuff. You know, yeah, it's got to be pretty cool. Randy, have you ever I mean besides the trip out to Philadelphia, have you ever left Ohio? Uh, no. I mean, I barely left my house. I mean, come on. Uh, this uh, this should be pretty. Cool. It's gonna be fucking cold, right? I mean, it it's, is. Well, and plus. Like, I don't know if you guys remember, but like we get, I mean, get revenge on that fucker that beat me up. Yeah. yeah, Fuck that guy. You kick his ass now. Yeah, that's right. Show him some Taekwondo. 
And right. he kind of like starts punching your shoulder and be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That's enough. That's enough. Let's save it. Save it for Switzerland, man. Save it for Switzerland. I bet, you, I, bet you, I bet you, Randy, in Switzerland, you can get one of those like, big giant size Swiss Army knives and you can fucking cut the guy up. <laughs> nice. Like the ones I see at Dick's Sporting Goods. Not a sponsor, but I, that's the only thing I can think of. Hey, Jay, okay. you, you should probably teach him the, the fucking banana hammer, right? Like he's all buffed out and shit now. Like you probably pick somebody up and throw him. Well, I, you know, I can show him the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the mini version, I suppose. Yeah, yeah at, least, at, least, at least at least start me off with a banana peel. I mean, come on. See, what do you, what do you, what do you call those little bananas? I'm trying to think of the name. Little plantains? You talking about plantains? Uh, plantains are bigger than bananas. They make these like little mini kind of like bananas. I don't know what they're called. I, I can teach them that. I can teach them that. Maybe the banana. Maybe the um um I don't know the the the, the, the plant the plantain power bomb. You mean? <clears throat> plantains are bigger though. Hey, we'll talk those little, little midget bananas, you know. Pretty sure midget, plantains midget, are smaller. That's cool. Yeah. But no, I can show them that. Yeah, we can go out back right now and do it if you want. Sweet. Training montage. <laughs> we start moving all the furniture out of the living room. <laughs> so so the first thing you gotta do is it's all about uh it's all about the elbow. You know, the, nice. the hammer move itself is your elbow coming down. And, you know, when it's fake, you know, you, you always see him doing this kind of stuff, you know, so you make the noise and you're just kind of oh, hitting yeah. your own elbow, you know? Yeah. I love this if, if you do it for real, this is the hammer. Nice. And this comes down. This is going to crack someone's skull open, dude. Oh, you know? I can't wait. I don't remember his name, but I hope that cracks his skull. Yes. So... If you trip him up, you got you got to trip him up. He goes down, and then you got to just. And it's more fun if you hit it like this first, and then you come crashing down on his oh, face. Yeah, are you kidding me? I'm not gonna not do the noise. The noise is going to happen, even if it takes me a little bit and I miss it. I'll just say I'll have to do it again because it cannot happen without the noise. It, you know, if it's a life or death situation, you got to aim for the eye socket right with that. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh. Sure. Eye socket, temple, whatever it needs, whatever I need to do. Jugular, I'll take him out. You, you got dibs, man, right? I mean, he's, he's, he's your guy if he's there. Yes, I definitely do. Uh, at least they haven't been coming around, right? I mean, Edward said it's been pretty quiet, so that's, I mean, that's good, so. Yep. Hey, what, what the fuck ever think happened to Jeffries? Did that cop, you remember that cop? He was freaked the fuck out. Uh, yeah, he was. Yeah, it wasn't, he's, we were... He was supposed to get a hold of us, I thought, wasn't he? I I, I don't think he's a man. I, I I don't know. He was he was in rough shape. I wonder yeah. if he's still on the force, man. That, that guy might have fucking retired. Like there was a fucking monster head in my fridge. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, God, who knows? Well, that seems like a whole lifetime ago. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, no, kidding. no kidding. Fuck. All right. Well, I mean, what do you think? Are, are we, are you guys ready? Like we we're ready to go on a trip. I mean, fuck, it's coming up on Christmas. Like, should you think we get in and get out? Like, I I don't know. You know, I I mean, we got to figure out what he wants. But well, you know what? We can use the excuse that if you know if any of our family and friends are missing us, whatever, just be like, hey, double time, extra money, you know. And maybe we tell maybe we tell what's his face that, but hey, double time, extra money. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you know, he's. He's kind of a dick. I know you hate him, 
And if I do, uh, he's kind of Switzerland, so like there is no Take that kind of out. Put that put that label on him because he is a dick. All right, all right, all right. It's fair. It's fair. I mean, I don't like he had me all riled up. It's with not fair. Fucking alien truth, thing. Aaron. You don't have to stand up for him. I know you love him. You don't have to stand up for him. I, no, I mean, I'm not. I don't love him. I'm just, you know, it's it, it, it's it's whatever. It's it's whatever. I'm not going to change your mind. It's you know, he's no, you are not. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's all right. All right. So, should we, do we want to head over today? Do we want to like send him a postcard, tell him we're going to come tomorrow? Well, he's got to send tickets. I mean, you know, he's he's got to get us some plane tickets. Well, I mean, we got to go in. We got to go in town and talk to him and find out like what the fuck is going on, right? Like we. You know, the note says that the, the, the cult or whatever is in, in Switzerland. Like, we got to go, but you got to find out all the deets, right? Well, I don't think we have to go to, uh, back and talk to him in person, though. Right? I mean, he, he, you think he could just send us a, a brief dossier? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Can we get a dossier? And then I'll feel like real bond. Like, can we have it make, like, I want to write on there 30 seconds and 30 seconds this will explode. And then we could throw it into the river or something. That would be great. I mean, I, I mean, I, I suppose I don't know. Would they send that through the mail though? Like that's like confidential shit and whatever. Well, we've gotten lots of questionable things through the mail, so you know, I don't, I don't see a small bomb that explodes. You know, maybe it just goes poof. Who knows? Well, I, you know, I, we've talked to him on the phone, right? No, no, no man, it's, it's always postcards and shit. No. Oh, can we get a supernatural phone where we can talk to him? Oh my god, that would be the bomb. Well, you know I'm what? Sorry. Maybe I, I said somebody, the bomb. That's not me. I apologize. So somebody did call us, right? Remember, like we left the the, the thing at the Dunkin' Donuts with the little fucking pull tab, and like you know, call us here. Like somebody called us. That's true. But he but he might have been out of the pocket world, right? Because none of that shit works there. So like he might have been down the street and like called us while we were sitting there, or whatever. Mm. All right, you know, it doesn't take us too long to get there, right? So we can go. Yeah, I mean, it's just outside of town. Yeah, let's do it. I love seeing his lovely face. Let's go. I mean, they do have good coffee. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that they got the true. birds they, in there now. It's really yeah, yeah, yeah. The birds is great, and they've got some good uh, hoagies too. I'm gonna need a hoagie. They make a good burger too. Probably too. Yeah, burger and a hoagie. I'm in. Let's go. Wait, what? <laughs> a hoagie and a burger together. Hoagie burger. I don't, man, that's like. Oof. Hey, my body can handle it. All right. I mean, you do you, man. Darn right. Do I, are we, are we gonna so let's, let's, let's get in the truck. We go. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can head over. Uh, Edward will know you're on your way. Uh, oh, so. can I? Do, can I? Can I? Can I do something stupid? Just a little back. Back it up. Sure. Just a little. Just a little bit. Sure. Just because. I, yeah, apparently I'm punchy and I just want to add stupid shit. So I want to say that I get a paint job for Jack's truck and it looks like Optimus Prime. I just want to do it. I don't care. Just because I'm feeling froggy, I've I'm, I'm got more confidence. <laughs> uh, you do it without telling him, I assume? Yes, you darn right I do. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I don't know how that's even possible because you wouldn't have the keys and you wouldn't have, you know. I get I get a professional, a bunch of professional spray painters, and they just do it in the night while you're sleeping. Do I have to roll for that? 
I'm sorry. I'm I'm really making this off. <laughs> do, you, do you have to roll for it? No, I mean, did we about having his truck spray painted? I know we at least joked around about it once before. Uh, yeah, I guess it could be. A, it's not infiltration. What's the What's the sneaking? Sorry, I'm infiltration. <laughs> Is that a general? What's the general? It's a general, yeah. Uh, then I guess it would be infiltration versus notice check. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I don't care. This is fun. Okay. Ooh, a five. Now I go. Yep. Yeah. I got a two. Hey, hey. Uh, so, yeah. Randy's guys in the night spray paint very well, like professional paint job. Your uh, cab to look like Optimus Prime. You do not wake up and don't, there's no, like there is a, you have like a light uh, that comes on at night, right? Like if there's like a motion sensor, you don't notice it though. And you wake up in the morning and your truck is painted very blue and red with some chrome accents and such. Um, That looks like, I guess, do you have trivia? I I don't know. Trivia would be what it would be to know what Optimus Prime looks like. I don't know if you would know who Optimus Prime is. I think everybody knows who Optimus Prime is. Okay, then you notice that someone spray painted your truck like Optimus Prime. Well, now Jack is supremely fucking angry. And uh, he has no idea who did this. And he knows there's nothing he can do about it at the moment. So he just kind of goes back in the house and knows he's going to deal with this later. Cool. I'm not going to say anything about it. Because if he doesn't rec- if he doesn't say anything, I'm not gonna say anything. Wait, well, so where am I? Where am I? Am I with? So can we say it's like when we're leaving the house, like it's the night before, right? So we all come over. I, you know, like I come in with Randy, so you don't see the truck, and we're like, all right, we're gonna leave, and then we'll open up the door and walk out, and your truck is like painted oh, okay. the wrong fucking color. So I'm like, sure. So I just stand there in silence for a moment. And just on the inside, I'm ready to kill. I didn't. I didn't um, fucking notice that when I. Did you paint your fucking truck? No, dude. I didn't. I don't. Who the fuck did this? Surprise! Happy <laughs> birthday! Surprise! Did you paint his truck, man? I sure did. I thought he would love it. He it needed a new. It's 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 been a while. He like cocks his head. He's like. Is that supposed to be? Is that Optimus Prime? It is. And look and check this out. You know how we have the how we it have the is. how we have the the cannon. Now, yeah, yeah. Stay with me. If we put that, if we attach that a cannon at some point, it will just look normal because it's Optimus Prime. Come on. So I don't, I don't say anything. I just walk over to Randy. And I grab by the neck and I fucking punch him in the fucking stomach as hard as I fucking can until he fucking pukes. Uh, <laughs> uh, give me a scuffling check. 
and you're going to be contested. Well, no, it's not contested because it's if you yeah. pass, it hits him. But I don't. Is Randy going to punch back? Oh, he's no, he's fucking, he's down on the ground, dude. He's done. <laughs> well, no, I, that's not guaranteed. I mean, you're punching a guy. That there's rules for that. You better spend some points if you want that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will. I will. I will do like exactly what he says. I just because I, I probably had a little something before we went over, and I'm still hungry. I just you know I just kind of dry heave for a little bit, and then finally just puke something up, and I go, and then all of a sudden I'm just like, you know, I just I'm on I'm on my hands and knees, just kind of breathing. Like you thank a guy for trying to be nice, good lord, and then he just kind of falls on his side and just tries to breathe for a while and just try to get his composure back. So Aaron like rushes over. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what the fuck? What the fuck? What are you doing? Oh, Randy, you got to lose. You're going to lose four health for that. Because okay. he just punches the shit out of your stomach. So like if you're going to drop, then you're going to like, if it's enough to drop you and you're not defending. Yeah. yeah. You, you, get, so- you get socked at least <laughs> four or five times. <laughs> And I just, I just, I just, I turned to Aaron and said, you don't fuck with a man's boots and you don't fuck with a man's truck. I don't care who the fuck you are. I, all right, all right, calm down, calm down. We fucking, we could probably get Edward to pay for it to get it repainted. I don't, just don't like, fuck, man. No. Who, who painted this? I go to Ray and I say, who'd you get to do this? Uh, he just can't, he can't talk. He's still trying to breathe. He doesn't even bother. He's just like, He's breathing so heavy, heavy. He's just like you. You can beat me up more, but I just I can't even talk right now, so I'm not even gonna try. I look right at him and I say, "You get the same people who did this. You bring them over now, because we ain't going anywhere until this truck looks exactly like it did last night." Hmm. Are Are they gonna have that color, Jack? I mean, like, fuck. We look. We can deal with it later. We're fucking going to Switzerland or some shit. You. Th- this stupid motherfucker makes my truck look like a goddamn. He, everybody in the world is going to be up our ass driving this thing. We're trying to be incognito. Now I'm driving around in fucking Optimus Prime. What the fuck do you think is going to happen with this shit? Every place we drive into. I mean, it's kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. Like, it looks kind of cool. <laughs> I mean, you know. When we had to park the truck, the, the uh, Mr. Alien, whatever the fuck his name was, when we had to get, get rid of that guy, we had to park that truck clandestinely. We had to do things clandestinely. We had to park the truck on the beach. You think that Optimus Prime is going anywhere fucking incognito? This is the stupidest goddamn stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. I think wow. technically you had a rental car in Philadelphia. <laughs> no, we had the truck too. We had the truck too. Yeah, you were parked at the hotel though. We had like a black we had like a black SUV we rented. Although you do get like a uh you do get like a couple like kids go by and they're like oh! All right, so I go and I go see. I go see. That's exactly what's gonna fucking happen. Every place we go. Randy, Randy, Randy types in the phone number and hands it to Aaron. It doesn't say anything because he just he can't. He he takes the phone. He kind of looks at it for a minute and he like hears somebody on the other end. He's like, oh, uh, hey, yeah, uh, are you the guy that painted the truck? Uh, who's asking? Uh, no, who's asking? 
Well, so we've got, I mean, Randy's got your number, and the guy who's trucking is is super fucking pissed. Uh, I can see that. Yeah. I mean, like, this is, I saw that it's Randy's number, but uh, you aren't Randy. And uh, yeah, I'm sure someone would be pissed. Randy, Randy tugs on Aaron's, like, like pants pocket and goes points at himself and then goes money. Like I'll pay for it. You know, just so, so then, Randy's, Randy can't talk. go like this. And they just go like, he goes like five zero zero and just points at you and whatever. So, so Randy can't talk at the moment as he just got his ass beat, but he said he'll pay for you to fix the truck. Uh, and we're going to need you to probably do that. Like now, I guess. Uh, am I going to get my ass kicked? I, cause I don't really want that. So he like puts I, I, the game on the phone. He's like, are you, the guy doesn't want to get his ass kicked. If he comes and repaints it, get, are you going to let just, him paint it? I, well, I, I, I just, when you asked if he was going to get his ass kicked, I just kind of silently shake my head. No. Uh, uh so he kind of like takes, like slowly takes his hand away. He's like, no. <laughs> Well, that's not very confident, but uh, I guess, you know, Randy's a good dude, and if you're going to pay us, I could use the money. So be there in half an hour. Uh, that's, I mean, I. you want it the same color? I don't, I'd have to figure out what that, what color was it again? I don't fucking know. It was like, tan or some shit with a lot of chrome it's a fucking truck i don't well isn't yeah. the guy that owns it there who's the who's pissed ask I, him well, fuck I, fuck what what Jack do you want me to paint it i don't want my ass kicked with another fucking color what about painting goddamn teal all right calm down calm down calm down jack what is he puts the phone against his chest what fucking color was your brown right or tan or whatever it was black Black fuck it was black? God damn, I know shit. Alright, all right. Look, it's easy. It was black. Just make it black again. Motherfucker. You we'll said <laughs> he's like, motherfucker, you got <laughs> You painted it. I don't fuck I don't know. Um half an hour later, uh, you know, an old uh fucking El Camino pulls up uh with some fucking like straight up tagger looking, you know, two guys. They look really worried, though. Um, as they approach, they've got their backpacks. Um, and they're like, all right, well, money up front, and I can get this done. It won't take us that long. I'll make sure it's as good as this job, as long as we don't get our ass kicked. Yep. And Ra- Randy finally has caught his breath, and he silently just walks over and hands them the money. He's like, I don't know who has someone paint an Optimus Prime and get their ass kicked for it, but I might suggest not doing that a second time. I will paint this black again, but uh, I have to say the Optimus Prime looks pretty sweet, right? Is it just me, me and you? Aaron gives like a cool. quick like head nod, like, yeah, this is pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, it looks just like Optimus Prime, right? Like, we did a really good job. But anyway... Sure. I'm sitting on the I'm sitting on the steps as as I hear him say that I just pull out my big knife and start sharpening my knife like looking at the fucking ground. 
So he's I like, like the throat swipe, like just. <laughs> he's like black. It is classic, classic color. Never goes out of style. And like he and his friend just start going. Uh, they tape stuff off. They fucking. It's a great. It's a great paint job. They actually do a very good job for for the limited amount of time and resources. But uh, yeah, they cover it up, primer it, paint it black. Looks looks just like it like it did, but new paint. So there's that. So so as they like finish up, they're like tearing off the paper and shit. He's like, "Can we can we drive that like today, or do we have to like wait till tomorrow? Does that have to like set? I don't know how this works." Uh, the guy looks at his watch and he's like, ah, "It's cold. That's not helping." Uh, give it an hour. Uh, I mean, right. and he's like, maybe two. And walks in, starts walking away like I don't know. I have like this is not what I do. <laughs> I'm a tagger who just happened to fucking anyway. Um, yeah. So so Aaron's like maybe we take my car. Yeah. Well, so so if Randy can talk now, Jack finally just looks up from sharpening his knife and just looks at Randy and goes, "Randy, what the fuck was wrong with you?" Uh, Randy just walks to Aaron's car and just gets in the back. Man, Randy is t- go- turning bad. He's just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm Randy. <laughs> <laughs> that's not. That's not what it is. <laughs> Ra- Randy, you can tell on his face that Randy is hurt. He's just like, I tried to do something nice, and it didn't work, and I got I got whooped for it. I was trying to be a nice guy, but apparently, I should have asked beforehand. And so he just kind of, you know, he figures opening his mouth is not going to help the situation any. So he just gets in the car. I mean, Optimus Prime with a cannon on him, that is pretty sweet. I forgot about the cannon, too. So that is pretty badass. Um, <laughs> so so I guess Jack and, and Aaron are just kind of like standing there. He's like, I, don't, I know you're pissed, but I, he was he's doing it out of place of love. Jack, I mean, no, no, dude. He endangered our lives by doing that. You don't drive a truck. I've been all over. I've been all over the country. Number one, you don't drive a truck with a bunch of ostentatious bullshit like that because you're going to get yourself in a lot of trouble just from other people, other truckers, man. You can't stop at a place and see that kind of shit. Number two, I inherited that truck from my dad. Ooh, uh. I don't talk about my dad very much. I'm not going to talk about it now, but no one fucks with a man's truck. No one fucks with a man's beer. No one fucks with a man's boots, and you don't fuck with a man's truck. And that's it. And I didn't enjoy punching Randy, but you don't fucking do that without asking. All right, I know, I know. All right, I just I don't want to be like a whole fucking thing before we're getting ready to leave the country. It's going to be the, the three amigos, man. It's just going to be the three of us, fucking El Guapo and shit. Like he just throws an arm around his shoulder, and he like you know like he massages his neck, and he's like, "All right, look, let's let's just let's table it for now. Let, let's let's go find out what's going on. Let everybody cool down. Maybe we'll get a beer or something." I, well, Jack goes no, Jack goes over the car. He like taps on the window where Randy is in the car. He doesn't even look up. All right, so Jack opens the car door. He goes, "Randy, <laughs> I didn't enjoy punching you. Didn't and- seem like it." No, I don't enjoy punching people, and I feel bad about it, but I feel worse about what you did in my fucking truck. But if you want, 
I'm going to stand here and I'm going to let you take a shot at me. Um, he looks up I, at I, I'm not, I'm not going to hit you back, but I don't want us going on this trip with any hard feelings. So if you want to give me a shot, just do it. Uh, he looks up at Jack, kind of considers it for a moment, um, pulls his hand off of the door and then just shuts the door and just waits. Just waits for us to go. Okay. So I get in the car. Aaron, Aaron just shrugs as, as you like look over across the, the roof and uh, I, he gets into and closes the door. He says, uh, okay, happy fun times. And he like flips the radio on and just heads off to the, to the pocket, pocket place. Awesome. Quiet car ride. Uh, you make it to town. Uh, you then uh, go to the cafe, get a seat. They bring you coffees and water usually is the what's ordered so they give you they, they just the waitress automatically just kind of brings that as a you know and then asks if you want anything else hoagie and cheeseburger please uh fate kind of gives you like the like a Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't have to put them together just separate please she's like do you want both of the fries Hmm. Both come I with feel like, I feel like she knows me by now, and I just kind of give her a look like, why would I not want the fries? And she's like, of course, I got it. <laughs> Aaron orders a burger. Jack uh, just looks up, and he's still kind of all surly, and he just, uh, just you know, says, no, nothing for me, thank you. Are you sure, honey? You got to eat. It's all in the house. Always is. Says, no, I, I appreciate it, but I'm not... Uh, I'm not feeling too good, so thank you. All right. Well, if anything, you let me know. I'm going to go get those burgers and hoagie started. She walks back off. I assume, yeah, you guys ordered lunch. Coffee with lunch could be weird. Who knows? Um, Coffee every time is good. (laughs) That's right. You can always. Lunch every time is good. You can always drink Bird's Coffee. Lunch, breakfast, dinner, after dinner, dessert, post Dessert, dessert, wink. Guys, <laughs> buy this coffee. <laughs> it's fine. We're doing fine. Um, Edward comes in uh, kind of mid uh, as you're eating your meal uh, and sits down and is like, all right, boys. Good to see you again. I hope you're feeling better, recovered from the last encounter Seemed like it was a bit stressful, but I'll say, great job. We've gotten a lot of good data, thanks to you. Aaron, Aaron just kind of like, kind of looks at me. Is, is, is the thing still frozen? Like, is it still in the in the in the truck? Or what did you guys like? Well, do you want to know if it's frozen or still in the truck? Because those are two different answers. Uh, is it frozen still? Of course, I have no possible inclination to unfreeze that thing at the moment. However, it is not still in the truck. We were able to uh, extract it, and it's now in one of our research labs in extremely deep cold storage. So, I will thank you for having it completely immobilized. Uh, It's quite fascinating. We're not exactly sure how to even analyze it. It's physical-ish. Quite fascinating. So, I'll say, kudos to you. 
we'll learn quite a bit from this. Uh, which Randy's, is, yeah. Randy's eating his food and he starts eating and he's like, he's such in a bad mood that he's just kind of chewing and then he kind of says out loud without him realizing he goes, you talk weird. And then he just still kind of, he still eats his food as he's going about. It's called a mid-Atlantic accent, son. Google it. <laughs> so, so Aaron anyway. kind of like, yeah, he, he kind of like, he visibly, like he was kind of tense when he was like, well, it's two different things. And he just kind of like, he's kind of like settles back in a little bit. Like, he knows it's still frozen. Like he's all right, cool. That was, that was some anyway, bad. We got quite an important. And I will say, I would hope better than most. We don't often send agents to five-star hotels. Compliments of us, obviously, all expenses paid. As long as you, let's, well, can we just informally make a promise that you don't overstay just for the fun of it? It kind of helps if we don't spend too much, but certainly enough to get the job done. I mean, well, we're coming up on Christmas, right? Like, we want to try to get this done and get home because, you know, Randy's mom's going to be pissed if he misses Christmas. Well, I have to say, I told her that we get double time if we get if we're working Christmas. And you wouldn't want to make me a liar, Edward, would you? He gives he gives Randy a look kind of like, I like where this is going, kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's like, oh, of course. But you don't want to miss Christmas with the family. It's important. Uh, you know, uh, family occasions. So, a little bit of a time. We do have some time limit, uh, which I hope you guys are uh, able to meet. In the meantime... Uh, what we're going to do is we'll fly you over. Uh, I assume you've come up with some backstory as to why you're traveling. Uh, you'll be going to, uh, Le Hotel Grand. Uh, it's quite phenomenal. Uh, at the very top of, uh, one of the higher peaks in the Swiss Alps. Amazing skiing. Quite the... Uh, I would say we've heard that the rich and famous are often uh, quite fond of the place. It seems to be a party every night. So I assume you'll have quite a bit of fun, but don't have too much fun still. Uh, Your job is to find out what the cult who attacked Randy uh, is up to, what their mission is at the hotel, and... Stop them if you can arrest them. Well, by arrest, I mean, you know, if you can accost them in some way, tie them up so that we can extract them. So are you are we making are you making us cops? Is that what you're saying? I wouldn't say cops. Okay, so how how do I? So are you calling us? Are you calling us kidnappers? Because that's pretty much what we're doing if we take somebody and tie them up without having proper authority, right? Kidnapping? I would call you special agents. Or, if you'd like, he like straightens this guy. Super natural heroes. Aaron kind of like slaps the table and points at Randy. <laughs> like, yeah, man, fucking heroes! It's funny because even though even though, like, before Randy would love to hear this, for some reason, it sounds 
awkward and he just is like what <laughs> like he doesn't say that but like the look on his face is yeah. kind of like that's what you're gonna call it <laughs> you know like if you would have said if he would have stuck with like you know like a special agent or something like that he would have been cool <laughs> with it but then when he said the other thing he's like oh my god that sounds so corny <laughs> but yet he's still kind of like does the thing where he's kind of like eh, okay I mean, sadly, I was going to go special agent, but then I thought it was funnier <laughs> if he tried to placate <laughs> you with with superhero, but put the natural in. Uh, so nice. He nice. was going to say special agents, but super natural heroes <laughs> he thought was, was more engaging. Um, but le- let's, I mean, let's just make sure we understand here. We operate kind of waves around kind of like the pocket city outside of some channels, the cult is quite dangerous. We need to stop them. We need to find out what they're up to and why they're doing what they're doing. And the fact that they seem to be intimately involved in multiple supernatural phenomenon, stopping you from releasing information about one. Now we believe trying to investigate, perhaps utilize a supernatural uh, phenomenon associated with the hotel. We don't know what their exact goal is, but we want to know. And I'm hoping that you three fine gentlemen will be able to infiltrate the hotel, uh, speak with the guests and staff and determine who might be working for the cult. Currently, we don't even know what they call themselves. They've all, let's just say, extinguished themselves before we've been able to interrogate them. So it would be quite fantastic if, much like the Cludy, as you call it, you could somehow find an extraordinary way to capture one of these uh, gentlemen or ladies without us uh, having to simply do autopsies to see if there's something to be found. How do we extract someone living out of Switzerland? Oh, if you can secure them in some way in your room, uh, you'll have, of course, access to... uh, telephone number that you can use to dial from your room. You'll have full long distance international calling capabilities. You call the number and we'll send an extraction team immediately. It may take an hour, perhaps two, but we have stations uh, in multiple countries throughout Europe. So it's not a concern as long as you can secure them and contact us. Of course, you'll have to memorize the number. I'm not able to provide it written down. That obviously would be too big a risk for our organization. Sounds like a deal. I believe in you. Do, do the postcards work like out of the country? Like we've we've used them here, right? Like they always in a band, like they just go right away. But like if we're in Switzerland, does that does it work the same way? Of course, uh, our system, as I will call it certainly works internationally. So if you need to get a hold of us, you could certainly use postcards uh, to contact us. That's also an option. However, 
wasn't quite sure if you could routinely access postal services or a distribution box fast enough. That's why I said the phone number is available. That will give you a direct line. You don't even need to say anything. Simply call the number. You'll hear a few beeps, two beeps, hang up. Then an extraction team will be there within two hours. Other than that, of course, if you need to contact us, simply use the postcards as normal. All right. And and so we don't, I mean, we don't have any information at all, like about the hotel or, or the, the people there or any, like we don't know any, we're going in completely blind. Uh, what would you like to know? Uh, we know about the hotel clearly. Uh, however, I'm not sure as far as cult members, I'm unfortunately, we don't know who may be operating. Uh, we just know that they are interested in the location. Uh, is, is it is it haunted? I mean, is there like is there like some bad juju shit that happened at the hotel? Uh, no, not anything in that particular vein. Uh, I mean, there are rumors of other cults operating throughout history, uh, perhaps as as part of the hotel uh, or whilst staying at the hotel, I would say, not in particular members of the hotel staff. Uh, various, you know, satanic cults, witchcraft, that sort of thing. I'm not sure how much stock to put into it. Uh, there is obviously some source of power if the cult has decided to spend the resources required to access the hotel for that long. Of course, they may not be guests. I guess they could also have gotten positions at the hotel. We're not sure. All we know is they're investigating something powerful there that they believe they can utilize to wreak havoc upon the good in the world, if you will. Well, is it... um... You said the other other cults use this, or like, what do you call them? Uh, fucking like the not Nazca lines, the the ley lines. Are there is there ley lines there? Like, do you know that? Like that's the thing, know. right? Like I watched this thing on a History Channel about it. Uh, I know what you're talking about, of course. Uh, Worst ley lines are fickle, I would say. They some of them seem to correlate quite well with what you would call supernatural phenomenon other times it depends on the source uh, describing the lines they can be completely innocuous from what i have determined however there are some anomalies with the hotel of course could, like Randy was like, could we get like a dossier on the, like Randy was all into like getting a, like a folder full like papers and shit. Do you have something like that? I, I can, I can print out whatever you'd like, but uh, what would you like in the dossier? I've told you uh, if you'd like to know about the history of the hotel, then I could I suppose I could give you information on that. Uh, what else is it you're looking for in this dossier? What about what about any local crime or anything like that that's been happening around, or maybe anything that's unusual that's been happening around there too? 
Uh, so far, nothing unusual directly. Uh, it's mostly uh, we have leads that cult members access certain accounts. And, of course, unfortunately, Swiss accounts tend to be a dead end. So we know that there's operations in the area, but we don't know what or exactly where. However, with the amount of resources, cash withdrawn, I can only imagine that the hotel would be their prime area of operation. There's nothing else close by that would require the funds necessary to withdraw. Also, there's no other location with any supernatural history in the area outside of the hotel. Well, if you can include all that too, whatever cults have, have been there and like what their backstories are or whatever, like maybe we can try to put together a picture as we're, you know, flying out. We go through all the paperwork and shit. I feel Absolutely. Like I feel like we're going to need some sort of talisman protection. Yeah, depending on what kind of cult, not, right? Not, not, not that you have any, but I'm saying maybe we can figure something out to give us some information. Certainly, I'll provide everything I can. I can't say we have any specific talismans against an unknown at this point threat. Uh, with more information, if necessary, perhaps I can provide you with something. Uh, I'll need more specific uh, information on whatever entity or source of power might be threatening you, in which case, uh, hopefully, our team can... Uh, generate some sort of uh, defensive or pr protective mechanisms for you. Uh, of course, it will require, again, specifically uh, what the nature of the entity or power source that the cult may be accessing uh, is. Uh, we, we'll need to know more than just it's some supernatural phenomenon. And we're not even sure there is. Uh, the cult often follows false leads, but something tells me if they're willing to invest this amount of resources, they're fairly certain of its potential. Uh, do, I mean, is there any connection between this cult and the and the other cults, the the cults from from the past, or are they like just continuing the work? I think no. I don't have direct data to make that claim. However, uh, the cults in the past at least uh, from my briefing, uh, were uh, independent local, either pagan cults, uh, some known as uh, satanic cults, uh, as, of course, that became more popular as a way to call out nefarious individuals or even simply dissenters from the church. Uh, and of course, witchcraft was claimed in 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 multiple cases uh, prior to uh, the claiming satanic cults. Uh, whether those those may not have even been cults or even operating under the auspices of calling upon supernatural powers, it could have simply been someone politically did not like someone else. Of course, but the cult uh, that we are dealing with today is 
significantly more sophisticated than anyone previous. They have resources, but not only resources uh, monetarily, information beyond that which most organizations could even fathom, which is concerning. Our goal now, I believe, because so much extraordinary activity is occurring, that it is in some way connected to this cult. And in that case, we must begin to assault them directly. Otherwise, I believe there will be too much spillover, I guess, from their activities. Whereas the Cludi had not been seen, for instance, for centuries or decades at least, at least from any known history, and all of a sudden shows up in a small town in Canada. That's odd to us. Typically, these things hide in the shadows, only showing themselves in a way that are unlikely to be discovered. In this case, seems the entities are more and more opaque to the average person. And so our job is to stop that. We must contain the threat and also contain the population from panicking. Well, instead of the ghost facers, I guess we're calling ourselves the cult busters. I've got all the branding and everything, though. We've got a lot of fucking hits on that ghost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I see what you're saying. I mean, I'm not sure I would put cult busters on your website because that's definitely going to put a target on your back. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com. One last thing before we get out of here. I'd like to talk to you a little bit about one of our sponsors, Thing 12 Games, and one of their latest games called Dice of Pirates. Dice of Pirates is a fast-paced pirate game for two to six players, plays in about 15 to 30 minutes. On your turn, you're going to take the seven pirate dice, and if you're the starting player, you're going to get one treasure token to start with. All the other players will get two. On your turn, you're going to roll all the dice. If you roll gold coins, that's great. If you get three of those, you're going to get to steal a treasure token. Uh, If you roll three Jolly Rogers, uh, that represents your crew. If you have at least three of those, you'll be able to raid an opponent, possibly stealing their treasure. Uh, If you roll three Kraken Tentacles, uh, that's going to end your turn. And then the other uh, facing that you have is a ship. The cool thing about the ship is the other players at the table will also get a chance to participate on your turn. If you happen to roll ships on your turn, you're going to pass those ships to another player at the table. If that player rolls another ship, your crew is going to return back to you. If they roll a Kraken Tentacle, they're going to pass that to anyone they want to at the table. If they roll gold coins, they can pass those back to you if they choose, and they'll earn a plunder token in return. Uh, And if they roll the uh, Jolly Roger, they're also going to pass that back to you as well. And that's it in a nutshell. 
You'll win the game by holding seven treasure tokens on your turn without having three Kraken tentacles. It's a pretty fun game. It plays pretty quick. Uh, the dice are really neat. The components are awesome. Uh, the guys over at Think 12s are a really uh, good bunch of guys. They have another uh, dice of game already uh, for sale. It's called Dice of Crowns, and their new one that will be coming up soonish is called Dice of Dragons. So we're looking forward to uh, seeing that out on Kickstarter. So uh, if it sounds interesting to you, if you like a uh, you know quick filler game, if you like a dice game, uh, it's got a little bit more than just random dice rolling, uh, please check them out. There's links in the show notes. And if you use the code LEGENDS10, you're going to get 10% off your order. Thanks, everybody.